Whoop, whoop, whoop. So many exciting things to tell you. I'm going to keep it short and simple. Number one, my book is now free, a digital version of my book, Building Simple Habits to a Healthy Me. You can just sign up and get it for free. Number two, come and say hello on Instagram. I'm having fun on Instagram doing exciting reels. Number three, I have four amazing packages for my Positively Healthy program called Magical May exciting exciting if you want to find out more book a call and let's chat and lastly remember radiate and renew four simple habits simple but mighty habits is starting may the 15th so come and sign up for that Welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. I teach frustrated professional mums who juggle everything to transform their lives, to lose weight and lead a healthy life so they can feel fit and fabulous. On the Fit and Fabulous podcast, we chat about nutrition, healthy living, emotional wellness in a way that you can apply to your life. I'll show you how to stop being frustrated and overwhelmed with healthy living and how to make it easy and fun. You're invited to sign up to my family-friendly meal plan. Three easy meals to help you lose weight that the kids will like too. And my systems video, the simple system that keeps the kids happy and helps you shed the pounds. You can sign up at drorlina.com. That's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com slash healthy dash family dash meal dash plan. Now on with today's show. Hello and welcome to Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina Kerrick. I am super excited to welcome Dr. Jay LaGuardia with us today. Jay, did I say your name correctly? You certainly did. Fabulous. Would you like to, thank you so much for being here, first of all, from across miles and miles away. Would you like to start just by introducing yourself to us all? I'd be happy to. Um, I uh, live in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, which is the center part of the States here. Uh, we're, we're not far from Canada. And um, uh, I spent the first 25 years of my, my professional career as a chiropractor and specifically on uh, lifestyle and wellness. And um, um, the last five years, uh, I retired from practice. I had multiple practices and I retired from practice and have been pursuing writing and speaking. And uh, I, I, I speak to corporations. I speak to groups. Um, I've written a couple of books. So now it's about, um, with, uh, particularly with our podcast, it's about empowering people uh, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially so they can maximize every aspect of their life. So we talk about health and fitness and, and, and mental strategies and, and business strategies. So it's really helping people, give them the tools and tactics so they can achieve every, you know, in other words, we, we, we basically say, um, you can't have it all if you're just willing to put the time and do the work. So uh, that's, that's kind of the background story for me. Fabulous. And yes, exactly. And that's exactly why I invited you on, because I see that your message is very similar to mine. It's about leading a life that helps you feel fit and fabulous. Now, just, we were talking about this before we started recording, but perhaps you could just explain to people what a chiropractor is, because I have to confess, I didn't 100% know. So you've explained to me, but can you just tell everybody else as well, please? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, chiropractic is really the art and science and philosophy of all things vital. What does that mean? It means that 
Um, we are the sum of our parts. Traditional medicine looks at the physical being as parts. You have the cardiologist who deals with the heart and the gastroenterologist who deals with the digestive system and the endocrinologist, and, and the list goes on and on. And so what they do is it, that's what is called a mechanistic view. So we look at the body in parts rather than its totality. Chiropractic looks at health as a, as a, as a holistic view, is that our thoughts influence how we feel, how we digest. What we consume impacts our immune system. How we move or not move impacts how our body functions. And, um, and so it's all integrated. So specifically, what chiropractic looks at is the nervous system. The brain is the central computer. It's the, it's the central processor of the body. It's it controls and coordinates everything the body does from the moment of conception to the time of death. And 99.999% of all of those functions occur uh, below conscious level. We don't have to think about the our dinner that we just had and all the gastric juices that are being uh, produced to break down the food so we can uh, process the food and use the nutrients. And we don't think about the, the small intestine absorbing those nutrients and then the cells taking the nutrients and turning that into usable fuel. All these things happen. So what specifically we're focused on here is making sure that that neurological system is free of interference. So as the brain controls and coordinates all function, the spinal cord links the brain and then it goes down through the spinal column and out peripheral nerves, little nerves that then go to specific muscles, organs, and cells of the body. When that pathway is free, it's what we call afferent, efferent. What essentially means is a signal comes from the brain down the body or down the spinal cord out a nerve and it's then processed and then a message is sent back up and this is called the loop it's called the afferent efferent loop now different stressors can cause those impulses to be diminished and technically chiropractors call that a misalignment or kink or pinched nerve the term really doesn't matter it simply means is that some stressor basically how we eat move or think cause a disruption in this flow and the more disruption we have, the more constriction we have, the greater health challenges we can experience. It could be headaches or back pain. It might be digestive issues, lack of focus, inability to sleep, low energy. The list goes on and on and on. And chiropractic specifically doesn't treat any of those specific. It re- restores the whole function of the human body in the full potential, and the body heals itself. The body is the best self-regulating, self-healing organism designed by nature, by God, however you want to look at it. And so the job of the chiropractor is to restore that function, look at the body in its totality, and provide the things that it needs every single day to express health to its fullest potential. That's very interesting. And one of the things I want to ask you about is you were talking about thoughts and how they impact. And this is one of the things that I really love thinking about how we think. So can you tell us a little bit more about how thoughts impact our daily lives, our health, our, our general being? Yeah, you know, I want to give you a little background how I became so impassioned about understanding how the mind works, how the brain's wired, how we think the way we do. Um, back, uh, you know, as, as a little boy, um, you know, I had an issue with my dad and it never got resolved. And I was very angry growing up and it was very destructive anger, nearly cost my marriage, nearly cost my relationship with my kids of my business, my health, everything was on the line until one day, um, you know, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't figure out where this anger was coming from and I had never processed it. And then one day I, I, you know, 
came to the realization it was due to this unresolved anger and issues that I had not dealt with. Well, the whole process behind it is this anger was so destructive that it was causing every aspect of my life to fall apart. So that began the process of beginning to study and learn how does the mind work? Where's this anger coming from? Specifically, what are the belief systems that I'm currently holding either about past situations or from people that shared with me what I call mother, father, teacher, preacher? So these are significant influential people um, growing up that passed on certain belief systems that I owned as my own, even though they actually may not be my own belief system. I just accepted them for what they were. See, because 90% of the subconscious mind is developed by the age of 12. Why is that important? Yeah. Why is that important? It's because um, your belief systems come from your subconscious mind. The way we we act is reflexive to the subconscious programming. So I had to understand how is this anger programmed into my subconscious mind? Well, obviously it was from a past hurt that I hadn't dealt with. But to get through the anger, I had to go through forgiveness. First, I had to forgive myself for treating people around me so poorly and then forgive my father for the experience he put me through, which I, you know, had not dealt with. Once I I processed the forgiveness, I was able then to, to reprogram my subconscious mind using eight specific habits, which I call the eight success habits. Um, that I wrote about in my first book, Change Your Mind, Change Your Destiny, of how you rewire your subconscious mind from a negative person to a positive person or somebody who's fear-based or anger-based into somebody who's hope-based or love-based. You see, thoughts are choices, but thoughts are energy. And this is a really important point I want your audience to understand. Every time you have a thought, that thought has energy. In fact, everything in our universe has energy. Even an inanimate object like the desk I'm sitting at has an energy, vibrational tone. Even though you may not feel it, it's there. But thoughts have the strongest vibrational tone and energy in our universe. And every time we have a thought, it puts an energy out in the universe, either a positive or negative. So a low-tone thought might be apathy, right? It might be fear. So those are low-tone thoughts. High-tone thoughts is gratitude, love. They're the highest-tone thoughts. So when we put a thought out in the, in the atmosphere, in, in the universe, there's this field called um, um, the universal law in, in specific as, as it relates to um, um, uh, metaphysics. And essentially what it says is when you put a thought into this field, it comes back to you. So if you have a high energy thought that you put out, it will flow back to you. If you put a low negative thought out, it flows back to you. So like attracts like. So the people who tend to ha- who who are negative tend to hang out with other negative people. Why? Because that's who they attract. That's the energy they put back out. People who are really positive and are successful put those thoughts out and they attract other positive and successful people to their lives. So how do you overcome that? Well, there's a process in a system, these eight habits which rewire the subconscious mind so you can change your thoughts and change your destiny. And that's amazing. And I think, you know, starting from such an early age as a parent, that fills me with fear that I'm messing up my children. So We all do. Don't feel bad. <laughs> no, I kind of think it doesn't matter what I do. I'm going to mess up in some way, you know, like in my pursuit to be the perfect parent, I'm just going to mess them up in some way. <laughs> 
they'll complain no, about in 20 years time no I'm joking but but yeah. yeah would you mind talking us through your eight steps I'd be happy to and just to to piggyback on your thought as far as parenting goes if your intentions are pure and good and you screw up well welcome to the human race we screw mm-hmm. up right? It's owning the mistake and then learning from it and moving on. I think the best thing we can do as parents is when we screw up with our kids is tell them we screwed up, you know, ask yeah. for their forgiveness and say, you know what? I could have handled this better. You know, I, I wasn't at my best self. They will respect you for not being perfect, you know, cause they're going to realize they're not perfect either. Yeah. And, and it's really interesting as well. Like I have four children. So, you know, I, I sometimes think that, our brains are sort of negatively wired. And I've heard a theory about how this is true because back in the day we were sort of trained to look for danger. And, you know, so, for example, my children will often say, no, do you want to come to the beach? No, don't take me to the beach. (laughs) Seriously, that's what happens. And, you know, that it can sometimes be overwhelming. So you can wake up in the morning and feel fabulous and amazing and then suddenly you've got this sort of like four children being negative and it goes round and round in circles and I'm very conscious of that and wanting to teach them that you know that's not a good way of being we don't want to have negative thoughts we want to have positive thoughts but then I think also they need to find their own way as well and and that you know I can't thrust positive thoughts upon them you can't and one of the frustrating things is if someone just says to you, just be positive, why can't you be positive? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. And honestly, you're setting someone up to, to, you know, to fail and you're only going to great, create greater frustration. What I mean is you are 100% correct as our, our um, paleolithic brain is wired towards fear and negativity. Why is that? As you mentioned, is because our ancestors didn't know when they were ever going to eat again. And they usually were the hunted, not the hunters. So we were in this constant fight or flight fear cycle. And obviously our lifespans weren't very long as well too. So it's been reported um, by paleontologists that the human brain in our subconscious mind is wired for fear and negativity because that's what's been passed on for millions of years. Now, back to the positivity. To tell somebody just to be positive is you're setting them up for failure if you don't tell them how to reshape and rewire their brain so they can think more positively, more consistently. And so you had asked about the eight habits, and this is how you do it. Because each one of these habits are specifically designed to help rewire. Let, let me just uh, get into some basic neurology. Um, the human brain has up to 100 billion, uh, excuse me, 50 billion uh, neurons or uh, cells, brain cells. Now, each one of these cells can have 100,000 connections. And, and essentially, it's like this matrix, these wires. And when you have a thought, it fires off along this pathway, and it connects to another nerve cell. And the more you have that same thought over and over, it repeats that, and it, it basically strengthens that loop. So if it's a negative thought, and you have that thought over and over, then it literally becomes your dominant thought pattern because it becomes ingrained in your system. And literally, it produces neurochemistry that we become addicted to. So we literally become addicted to our thoughts. So it's just telling someone just to be positive. It's physiological impossible unless you break that loop by creating new loops. And this is how you do it. So the eight habits is uh, dreaming. It's mentors. It's authenticity, it's gratitude, 
It's values, it's meditation, affirmation, and goal setting. These are the eight habits of success to prepare yourself and your mind um, to be really empowered and, like I said, very, very positive. So those are the eight habits. Can you walk us through them with a little bit more detail, please? Sure, absolutely. So dreaming is quite easy for young kids, isn't it? I mean, they do it naturally. They fantasize. They, they see themselves as princess or a warrior or a race car driver, whatever the case may be. And the reason they can do this is because they, um, they're free of judgment. They don't judge their dreams. It's just what it is. It's fun. It's free. You know what I mean? It doesn't cost anything. But as we age, we become incredibly cynical and we become jaded by life. And we get caught up in the rat race of life. And we stop, to take, we stop taking time to just imagine, to imagine what our life can look like or seeing ourselves in a different situation. And so particularly with, with, with adults, we got to set time aside each day just to quiet our minds, to just imagine, you know, what would our life look, look like if, if time and money were not an issue? What would I do? What would I do each day? What would get me excited to get up and get out of bed? I mean, I bet you many people in your audience, I know I didn't until I learned this stuff, don't really take the time to think like that. And then the thing is, the more you have these thoughts, the greater the creative mind becomes, the right brain becomes even, it's like, like anything, it's a tool. The more you use it, the more creative it becomes, the greater the possibilities begin to exist. And the thing is, you can't create something until you first visualize it in your mind. So you've got to create it first in your mind before you can make it happen, you know, in, 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 the, in, in reality. So number two is mentors. Um, I've yet to meet somebody who is successful, who hasn't had a mentor in their life, who's helped them on their path. For some reason, we society now looks at asking help as, as a sign of weakness, when in fact, it's just the opposite. It's a sign of strength. Being vulnerable is, is, a, is, a, is a sign of courage. Um, reaching out, asking for help is a sign of courage. So surrounding yourselves with smart people, surrounding yourselves with people who are doing things that, that excite you um, or things that you want to learn how to do is being yourself and surrounding yourself with those people. One of the things I always say when I sign off my podcast is we are the sum of the five people that we surround ourselves with. So we have to really insulate and protect ourselves of who we allow into our sphere of influence. As I mentioned before, if you surround yourself with a bunch of negative people, you're going to have a really negative, <laughs> not fun experience. So, so uh, we got to be very mindful. And so picking you up on the mental you know, there's different types of mentors that I see now in the modern age, you know, people who we have never, ever met and that we follow and that we like, or, you know, it could be your next door neighbor. So how close does that mentor need to be to you to have an influence on you? Well, it, uh, it doesn't have to be very far at all. It could be a book. It could be a podcast. So it can be, you know, two or three degrees of separation, somebody who can inspire you and into a new thought or idea, all of a sudden now you look at your life radically different than you did before. Or it can be, you know, a family member or a teacher or a coach, you know, who is literally teaching you the strategies and steps to take you from point A to point B. So there's a variety of different sources and resources. Um, to, by the way, Perfect example in today's world is, is social media. Social media can be used for good or it can be used for bad. 
you know? And so if your social media feed is full of people bitching and complaining and all they do is, you know, is, is put out negative stuff, that's not good for you. It's not good for us to consume because we get sucked into that. Mm-hmm. So um, it literally excites, you know, like, like it sucks the life out of you, your energy. So um, being mindful of that is, is important. So it could be many sources and many resources. Okay, fabulous. Now, I don't think I'll ask you about all the other six ones because I think people should go and buy your book and find out what, more about the other six by buying your book. But I do know that you, one of the many tools that you teach people is the one-minute mindset shift. And you have to say that quite carefully, I think. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so can you share with us what that is and how it works, please? Yeah, this is an amazing tool. Um, thoughts are things that have energy. And thoughts, when focused on, become a reality. The thing is, each and every day, we can choose to live intentionally or we can choose to allow life to happen to us. So living intentionally means is that I'm putting a thought and an energy and with a specific outcome that I want to create. That's intentional living. Or I can let life happen to me and then react non-intentionally. And that's how we get ourselves into trouble. So we start this by a process called conscious awareness, being present in the moment, asking ourselves, what is it that I want to experience? What is it that, what's outcome do I want to achieve with this meeting or with this dinner I'm going to have with my significant other? And, and so if you find yourself in a negative situation, or let's say you were talking about your kids before. Everyone gets up, they're happy, they're excited. And one thing happens and the whole thing comes crashing down. Everyone's nagging, they're complaining. So how do you shift that? How do you take action to shift that? And that's the the one-minute mindset shift. And the first thing you do is you ask yourself this question, what am I feeling? But you only can do that if you're aware of your emotions. So Mm -hmm. I'm feeling angry or upset. I've got to be aware I'm having this emotional feeling and I want to change it. So you have to start by being aware and you ask yourself the question, what am I feeling? Well, I'm feeling angry. Okay. Where am I feeling that? Well, I'm feeling my chest, shortness of breath. You know, my palms are sweaty. You know, I just, I feel rage all around me. So you have to acknowledge the, the physical component. So there's two parts. There's the emotional and the physical. See, thoughts are language of the brain. Feelings are language of the body. So when you have a thought, it sparks off a feeling, which then is manifested physically. So we have to be aware of both component. So what am I feeling? Where am I feeling? And then the next question is, how do I want to feel? Question number three is, how do I want to feel? Well, for me, the opposite of anger is love. I want to be be expressing love. I don't want to be upset, angry. I want to be love. I want to be expressing love. Okay. Here's the key. Number four. Number four is, think of a time when you were experiencing unconditional love, put yourself back in that situation. So I'll think of one of my kids being born, you know, just an incredible experience. Life stops. It's just you and your wife and that brand new baby. And you feel nothing but love and joy. So I think of that moment. See, the beauty is, Erlina, is you can't have two opposing feelings at the same time. It's humanly impossible. So if I replace that anger with a thought of unconditional love based on an anchor experience that I had, I now shift myself from anger to love. So it literally takes me longer to tell you how to do it than it literally is to do it. 
So here's another question that I find with my children when they get angry is that quite often they enjoy being angry. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like you're you're in this grasp of being angry and here's me, you know, trying to teach them to calm down. But I just see that they just want to get it out of their system and they just want to be angry. So remember before I said we become addicted to our thoughts? Yes, yes, you're very right. Okay, so the, there are people who are happy, miserable. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, so like them being miserable and making everyone miserable around them is where they find their, they find their, their purpose. Like this is why the work of changing your mind, changing your destiny Hey, you got to have the tools, but it's not easy. My transformation has been over 35 years and I still work on it every day. You know, I still, I still implement these every morning into my morning routine. Why? Because it's easy to shift back to the old ways. So again, tensional, how do I want to choose? How do I want to show up? So there's just some people who choose to be miserable because that's how they get emotion and attention. So we can't give energy to that. Because we'll only get more to that. So we have to pull away and not give energy to the negativity and only give energy to the behavior that we want to see more of. So yes. acknowledge the behaviors you want. I hear what you're saying. And I think with children, they kind of have like a roller coaster. They love being angry, then they're joyful. And whereas adults, I think, tend to have more muted emotions generally, children bounce up and down like I can't keep in contact you know I can't keep up with them now I just want to ask you one last question because you were talking about routines and I love habits and think that the key to a fit and fabulous life is really just to create a life that we love out of habits so can you talk to me a little bit about habits that are going to lead to more success in our lives I'm a, I'm a simple guy I love simple processes and so each day I think about how I eat, move, and think because that's going to have the, the, the significant aspect of, of how I experience life, my physical health, my mental health, my spiritual health, my financial health. So if I'm making congruent choices every day that is based on how, um, you know, as far as what I put in my body to give me the most energy, the thoughts that I have that keep me in the right state of mind, the actions that I take that keep me moving, active, and healthy – right? Gives me the foundational tools then to go out and achieve anything that I want. So my day always starts with implementing my morning routine. So the first thing I want to do is get my headspace right. So I start out with gratitude, then I work into a meditation and I focus on my day and I visualize my outcome. And then um, um, I read an affirmation. One of the strongest tools to, re to rewire a subconscious mind is affirming what it is that you want to become or that you're working on becoming. And, uh, and then I read my goals and then I'm mentally prepared to, to achieve uh, and hit the day um, and accomplish what I want. Now, does it mean every day goes absolutely perfect and everything is wine and roses? Of course not. It doesn't, but it gives me the tools to handle it when things go off the rail, which they do frequently, how to handle it again intentionally so I can get the best outcome. So habits, I do my mind. So other habits, I exercise every day. I move absolutely every day um, because I know that the, how I feel, I know it provides energy. I know I sleep better and it enhances my immune system. You know, it's funny, we're going through this global pandemic crisis, but I have to say the crisis is only a crisis because as a human species, we're the unhealthiest we've ever been. See, a compromised host, 
the human being is only compromised when our immune system is compromised. The reason some people get sick and some don't is because they have a healthy immune system. They naturally fight it off. If, if we weren't as sick as we were as a species, the death toll and the complications wouldn't be nearly to the point in which they are. So we've got to take personal responsibility on the choices of behavior. So moving every day. And then, of course, um, um, how we, you know, how we eat, you know, what we put into our body, the supplements, the nutrients that we consume. Uh, you, you live in the UK. I'm here in the northern part of the United States. We have to supplement with vitamin D here because we I just don't Spain, get a natural I, Spain. Su- I don't need vitamin D. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need vitamin D. Good. Not in Spain. Not in Spain. We get quite a lot oh, of Oh, you're in here. Spain. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you're in Spain. I'm sorry. I threw you in the UK. My bad. Yes, you're right. Absolutely. You get a ton, a ton of sun. Um, but people should, if they are in the northern hemisphere, they should get their vitamin D levels checked every year, if not twice a year. Because low vitamin D levels have been shown everything to increase um, um, exposure to viruses, but also increase your risk of 27 different types of cancer. And so if your vitamin D levels were sufficient enough, you wouldn't have to worry about those issues, or at least not to the same extent. So habits as far as how I eat, move, and think every day. And so I can express the, uh, the most amount of health each and every day. Fabulous. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your words of wisdom with us. Do you have any last words of wisdom for us? You know, I think when it really comes down to it is we're, we're all striving to be better and, and, you know, contributing to humanity in a positive way. We want to feel like our life has meaning. We want to feel like that we lived a life that served others, that had impact, that created value. We do that by pursuing our passions, right? We love unconditionally, first ourselves, and then we love others. And each day, you know, take care of ourselves. And, and if we do that, it gives us the best chance to live our best life. Happiness. And where can people find more about you? And I know that you have a free gift as well that you have for people who go and visit your website. Yes. So thank you for that. I really prepare, um, um, appreciate that. Um, the, um, first of all, the free gift, they can go to uh, www.powerpassionprosperity.com backslash download, and they can get um, two free chapters of uh, um, my book, Change Your Mind, Change Your Destiny. So that was the first book I wrote. So it's powerpassionprosperity.com, which happened. Is that book available on Amazon? Yes, it is on Amazon. And and our new book that we just released called uh, uh, Triple P Life, Your GPS to Success. And that just came out uh, about a month and a half ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And then, of course, our podcast, which is Power, Passion, Prosperity with Dr. J. So Power, Passion, Prosperity with Dr. J. And and you can find that on any podcast app um, available, you know, Apple and Stitcher and SoundCloud and Spotify, all the uh, podcast apps. And what my my podcast is really on, uh, particularly season three we just started, is on mindset. I think people need more and more to understand how do we get ourselves emotionally right to face the challenges that are ahead of us. And so we teach the tools and tactics how to do that in simple format, short little bursts. And then we do great interviews with people like you. Fabulous, fabulous. And so both of the books are available from Amazon. Is that right? That is correct. Fabulous. Thank you. And I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. But I think it's always useful to say them out so people can remember. I agree. I agree. Thank you for the opportunity to come and speak to you and your audience. Thank you very much for coming. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Fit and Fabulous with me, Dr. Alina. If you enjoyed it, I would love it if you could share it with a friend. Every time you share a podcast episode with a friend, it helps me to reach and help more people. Remember, you're welcome to sign up for my family-friendly meal plan at Dr. Orlina, that's D-R-O-R-L-E-N-A dot com, slash healthy dash family dash meal dash plan. Goodbye and have a fabulous week.